Hey, welcome back to the Faith Rest Life podcast. And this is our season two, episode 11, Persevering Faith. Okay, so get ready to have your socks blown off right now. Because <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> our socks are blown off and our hair and everything else that could blow off is just <laughs> this is so amazing. God is so good. And it is all about Jesus. So let's dive in. All right. So when we were discussing persevering faith and praying about it, um, Moses came up and just, we were discussing how Moses was, you know, his people were enslaved and the wilderness they had to travel through and Mm -hmm. the idolatry of the people and the frustrations of that time of being in the desert for Mm -hmm. 40 years. That's a long time. That is a long time. And then even, you know, getting to the promised land and, not being able to go in because you strike the rock and it wasn't what God was asking. And, but Melissa had kind of a really beautiful take on that generations. Yes. So, yeah. So when we were talking about it, you know, we were saying how Moses got angry and struck the rock because he was just like really frustrated with the people and, just all the madness that was going on. But I said how beautiful it was because, well, not that he struck the rock, that that piece wasn't beautiful, but he didn't get to go into the promised land, but the generations after him went to the promised land. So even though he didn't see it from his persevering faith, his generations got to continue on into that promised land. Yes, that is so good. Yeah, I was just going to say and encouraging, like encouraging as as a mom or just even being in a family, not not even a mom, but encouraging that knowing I don't have to be perfect and I'm going to mess up all the time. But if I just keep pursuing the Lord and persevering in my faith that the generations after me will see that. Yes. Yeah. And the, just relating to the humanness of being frustrated, of being, you know, tired of the trials or even of the people, you know, like (laughs) uh, of the nitpicking of the whatever is, is, you know, kind of relates to that humanness. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we kind of were discussing how everybody in the Bible really, you know, those people that really stand out like Noah or Job or Elijah um, had persevering faith. You know, Noah, we talked about in previous past seasons of building an ark when no one believed and thought you were nuts, Yeah, you know? Um, Job, 
who lost everything and had to persevere through the worst kind of pain and Mm -hmm. physical pain, emotional pain, mental torment, friendships that were tormenting him, you know, like everything possible, just everything possible. And for him, it was kind, I almost feel like you could just say persevering faith for Job for a long time was just existing, (laughs) just deciding to take another breath and Mm -hmm. to live another day and to trust God another day. And, you know, even when probably everything in him didn't want to. Yeah. Um, but then quickly (laughs) this turned and blew our socks off Yeah, because Jesus is what persevering faith looks like. Mm -hmm. He gives us our measure of faith. Mm -hmm. The Bible says he is the author and finisher of our faith. Mm. And even, even he, when he went to the cross, he prayed, let this cup pass from me. If it can, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. Mm. When he's in that garden and he's, you know, being tempted. I love in the passion of the Christ where it shows Satan in that garden, Mm -hmm. watching him thinking that he's winning and he's about to be trapped and, and Jesus praying, let this cup pass from me. But then he went and he defeated every foe. He defeated every enemy that we have on that cross. And Satan thought he was winning and Jesus was winning. And he made a mockery and a fool and a spectacle Mm. out of all of our enemies right then and there. Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, absolutely. And I love in, okay. So where that scripture comes from, the author and finisher of our faith is out of Hebrews 12. Um, And I'm just going to read it. It's Hebrews 12, one and two. It says, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lie aside every weight and the sin, which so easily ensnares us. Just what Jess was just saying about the enemy, just like trying to ensnare us. Yes. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and he has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Whoa. I have never... I've never seen this verse, <laughs> these verses like this ever, ever. Like he blows my mind. Yes. He blows my mind. So we, we started in one place in the Bible and then God's taken us to this place. And at one point today I was talking, I believe it was with my mom and, and, um, I, I had said those scriptures I had said to her, um, we're the, we were the joy set before him. He literally went to the cross with you in mind, Mm. like 
we're the joy set before him. We're his inheritance. And then like not putting two and two together, not even remembering where that was, like the address. We were just laughing about that earlier. Like I never remember the addresses. Like I might know a scripture, but you know, um, yeah, not exactly where to find it, but it's in there, (laughs) but it's in there. And we're like reading about Jesus and talking about Jesus. And then I was like, okay, he is our measure of faith. He gives us our measure of faith and our minds got blown. Um, we're like, we cannot lose this race. We are running a race that we cannot lose because Jesus is the author and perfecter of our faith. And so Melissa looks up the author and perfecter of our faith and there it is running the race. Like it's all in there, what we just talked about. And it's crazy how God does this, but it is a message that he wants us to know. What are you persevering through today? Because Jesus is the author and perfecter of your faith for that circumstance, for that thing that's coming against you, for that thing that's attacking your family, for that thing that keeps coming up that you know is not supposed to be there. Jesus Mm -hmm. is the author and perfecter of your faith. You cannot lose. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on tight to Jesus because he knows what he's going to do for you through it. Yes. Yes, he does. Amen. And, and for the joy that was set forth before him, like you truly are the joy that he was looking at you. He was staring at the joy of who you are in him as he hung on the cross. I've never seen it like that. I've never registered it. I don't know. It's never made sense to me. All of a sudden it's like ringing so loud that he actually hung on the cross so that I could have joy in this world, that I could have victory over these trials that I'm living in my life right now. That is the joy. So that as we're having these victories and we're seeing these things of the Lord change and miracles happen he like it's joy in our life. Like we're rejoicing and so excited and he knew all those things. And he had that in the forefront of his mind and watched us with that joyful smile, that joyful excitement as he hung on the cross and said, this is why I'm doing it for that right there. Oh, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't even, okay. You got to tell the, you got to tell the, (laughs) Marble thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Here we go. So, okay. Another like light bulb moment that as we're talking, we're just kind of going back and forth through all these scriptures. I said, oh my gosh, persevering faith. If God isn't the best example of it, I don't know what is of Jesus, yeah. where the whole Bible, all the way from Genesis to revelation is God's persevering faith for us. Just as when, when Adam and Eve were born or were created, not born when they were created by the Lord, he gave them a free choice because if we don't have a free choice to choose God, it's not really love, you know, 
forced. And, and it's at that point, it's not really something that we choose to do. It's something we're made to do. Yeah. So God gave them a free choice, a free will, because he wanted us to choose him. He wanted this relationship so that, so that he could see us be joyous. He could see us be so excited and so thankful and rejoicing over him and who he is and marvel at him. So that's, that is the reason he created us with a free will. So when Adam and Eve disobeyed and ate the fruit from the tree, I was telling Jess, I said, you know, those marble, um, like obstacles course type things that you put in place where you start the marble at the top or like dominoes. Yeah. And And it like falls into a cup and then the cup slides down a rope and then a rope triggers a, a, a flame somehow and then it yeah. burns and then the cup falls and then the next yes. and yes this whole yes. thing the happened whole, the whole thing like on honey i shrunk the kids all his <laughs> little contraptions remember it would like yes. make the coffee and then it would do this and it would yes. feed the dog and all that stuff like contraptions like that and i said back in genesis when they ate the fruit in the garden It was at that point that the Lord said, okay, here it is. My plan is starting in motion right now. Lord dropped the marble. And he dropped the marble. And it started going through this whole thing. Genesis, Exodus, Numbers, blah, blah, you know. And it's going through Moses, through Noah, through all of these things. Because every single book in the Bible points to Jesus. All of them. All of them point straight to Jesus. And so as it's going through all of these things, and then here it comes, Jesus becomes, God becomes flesh. He has his son born through the Virgin Mary and onto this earth and then hanging on the cross with us in mind and watching us for the joy. If that is not persevering faith, I don't know what is. Yes. I don't know what is. Okay. If you couldn't tell, I loved that so much. I even had to do the, he dropped the marble, doink. I just had to get in there because that was like the best. Yes. I am such a visual person. I'm a visual listener. I'm a visual, like everything. If I can like picture a picture in my mind, I remember it and I, I have it. So I always am trying to correlate everything that I read in the Bible with stories or pictures or visions. Yes. So way it just sticks in my mind forever. Woo. It's so okay. good. Jesus so good. is joyful. I love that picture of, of him being the joy set before us. I mean, us being the joy set before him that we would have joy yes, in this life. Yes. And then that whole marble thing playing out and how you said it goes through all the generations. Yes. And so it's still in play mm-hmm. over your life right now. Yes. Yes. His whole plan is still unfolding mm-hmm. over your life right now. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I believe God wants you, us, me, listeners, whoever, 
to know he rejoices over you. You, yes. You, he rejoices over you. He is not an angry king. Mm -hmm. He is a rejoicing, joyful king. And first Timothy one 11 says, according to the glorious gospel, the joyful message of the blessed favored by God, happy, prosperous God, the father. Mm. That's how he's described there. Blessed in the, in the Hebrew word or the it's new Testament. It would be Greek word. Blessed means favored by God, happy, Mm. prosperous God. That's how he describes himself. Happy, prosperous God, the father, which was committed to my trust. So that he calls himself that number one, he calls his gospel, a joyful message. Yes. And then number two, he calls himself a happy God, joyful, Mm -hmm. prosperous God, the father, because he won. Yes. He is God. He has the final say. This Jesus who loves you as the joy set before him and went to the cross for you, that is the author and perfect perfecter of your faith. Yes. Is joyful because he's undefeated. Mm. Yeah. He has the final say. Mm. And he has the last word over your life. And he wants to draw near to you and he wants you to draw near to him. Yes. He wants to be so close with you. And so he is, I I, I just feel like that sums up the persevering faith. It is Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. Yes. Yes. And just like what Jess said. Okay. So the another thing that he showed us, I opened up my Bible this, e- like this afternoon, this evening, and I was just like praying about recording this episode. And I opened up my Bible to Isaiah 62. And in there, Isaiah 62, seven, it says, and give him no rest till he establishes until he takes Jerusalem a praise on earth. So the Lord is saying, don't give me rest. Don't give me rest. Okay. So then another scripture that references that is Isaiah 43, 25 and 26. It says, I, even I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake. And I will not remember your sins. Put me in remembrance. Let us contend together. State your case that you may be acquitted. The Lord is asking us to go to him and ask him questions. Yeah. Talk with him and engage with him. And he will answer whatever it is. He wants us to continually seek him and go after him and not, it it says do and give him no rest Yes, until he makes Jerusalem a place, a place on earth, which is revelation. When he comes back, like 
from now until revelation, he does not want, again, that there, that's straight from Genesis to revelation. There it is. Yeah. Beginning to the end, beginning to the end, do not give him rest until he establishes it. And I think there's something so sweet in all of that, that the straight and narrow path to follow him wholeheartedly is not always easy. It's not always easy and it might not always feel good or look good, but the trials that we are going in and the trials that we may be in, he is walking there with us and he knows the victory at the end of each of those trials. He knows the victory. He knows the joy that each of us will see in the many different trials that we are in. And whether it's 40 years like Moses and he never got to see the promised land, but all his generations did, or like Job who suffered for a long time. Yeah. There was joy though, at the end, there was joy at the end of one of those things. There's joy. And that is the joy that the Lord saw on our faces as he hung on the cross. Yes. Amen. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of how, when, you know, anybody who's been around a couple decades and yeah. you know, can I get amen? Can I get amen. Like, hand raised here? <laughs> and even, even the young ones too, even teenagers and children, you know, but just really thinking of people who have been around, like, I feel like I've lived like three lifetimes. Yeah. I feel like I've lived three lives and to look back and say, wow, even in that season, that was really confusing or dark, or I lost my way so very badly. Like Mm -hmm. my teenage years, he was still the God of my life. Yes. Even then. And now I feel like I've lived a whole nother life and then another one. Like there's been these stages, you know, and to look back and say, wow, God was God and sovereign and the author and finisher and perfecter of my faith then. And then look where he brought me then, you know, Mm -hmm. and now look where I am now. And he did that. Yes, he did that. So there is so much more life to be had. Mm-hmm. And, and then it, I, as you were talking too about like from Genesis to revelations, the beginning and the end, and he is the alpha, the omega, the beginning and the end, mm-hmm. everything begins and ends with him. He, he is the first word and the final word and everything in between there. So I just was thinking how even at the end, even at revelations, Mm. that is just only the beginning. Yes. Yes. You know, even when we get to the end times and even when, then we go into that side of eternity that is never ending. No tears. Every tear will be wiped away. Mm. Like he is just so beautiful and so good. And yeah. Uh, is there anybody's socks blown off yet? Mine are mm-hmm. socks, hair, eyebrows, all blown off. All of it. 
all yeah. of the above. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, serious revelation for me to be, to see the absolute example of persevering faith of, of Jesus and who he is. So I think my takeaway from this episode is to, to not give up, to not give up, to persevere. And in that perseverance, press in to Jesus. Yes. Press into him and run this race with complete and utter knowledge and know-how that you are victorious. Yes. Yeah. Love it. That's it. Cling to Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. And and I just keep saying that. Like, I feel like I'm going to be saying that, you know, for, for years and decades to come. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. You're the author and perfecter of my faith. And I think that's it. He is how our faith perseveres. Look to Him and remember that He is a joyful King. He rejoices over you. And He has separated us from our sin as far as the East is to the West. He has buried it. In fact, Zephaniah 3.17 says He sings over us. And inside, he also sits in silent satisfaction mm. and remembers your sins no more. And he's a, he's our he's our mighty king, our victorious warrior, a savior who saves, and he loves you. <laughs>